Hello and welcome to another episode of Extraordinary Interviews with Ordinary People. I'm your host, Nathan Andrews. On today's episode, I interview Sade, my wife's best friend. A warning to listeners, today's episode contains heavy subjects including molestation, sexual topics, and a lot of swearing. Sade really loves the F word. Today's episode will start right after a message from our sponsors. Today's episode brought to you by Yo Mama Jokes, delighting young boys since 1947. Today's episode also brought to you by Vegetables. Ew, yuck. So, let's jump right into it. What's your date of birth? I like to get just the year. Uh, 86. 86. So you have uh, one sister only? Uh, that I know of, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> um, what was uh, early childhood for you like? Was your uh, both parents ever around or was it always just your mom? Uh, no, my dad, um, he committed suicide when I was like one. Wow. So, I did not know that. Yeah. Um, so he was never around. So it was mostly just my mom and I until my sister's, my, until my mom married my sister's dad when I was six. Six, okay. And um, then she immediately got pregnant with my sister, so. Okay, so your sister's only half related to you? Yes. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that either. But I mean, that's fucking crazy. Your dad killed himself at one. Do you know any backstory to that? Or like, why? Or? Uh, so it's really a mystery, actually, because mm. my grandma, my dad's mom, uh-huh. um, she called my mom and said, Gary, his, my dad's name, that he had committed suicide because my mom left him. And that it was all her fault, and she blamed my mom. And he was the love of my mom's life. She didn't want to leave him, um, but she had been she had gotten pregnant before. And my grandma was like, "My son, who's thirty five, isn't ready to be a father. You need to abort it." Thirty five. So she took my mom and paid for her to get an abortion, which my mom still regrets to this day. She's like, "You would have had an older brother." And then she got pregnant with me because my dad said he was going to stop. Drinking and drugging. The first one, the child that got aborted, was also by your dad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. I got it. Confused. So, um, so they had so, you as the second kid. And yeah, because he said he was gonna, you know, go on the straight and narrow. Oh, and he's stuff. ready like, now. At the time, my mom had a really interesting life. She was living on a bus with him out oh. in the boonies of Washington. Holy they shit. would cook their breakfast in like hubcaps. What? You know, she didn't have a shower. She'd go into the river to clean herself to go to work, and that idiot just laid around all day. And did fucking nothing while my mom was, you know, trying to better herself. She had a really good job at Boeing and stuff. And um, so anyway, she got pregnant with me on the thought that he was going to change his ways. He didn't. Never did. And so she's like, I can't keep living in this bus and, and, you know, my, the baby's going to die inside me, whatever. So she came to California where my grandma on my mom's side, she came back to live with her mom. Okay. And so when she did that, a few months later, she had me. And then a few months later, he committed suicide. So my grandma, his mom, said that it was that he left a long suicide note. It was my mom's fault, blah, blah, blah. His mom kind of got to write the history. Yeah. So then later, years later, we talked to his brother and stuff. And everyone's like, there was no suicide note. He didn't commit suicide. He fucking overdosed on drugs. So I tell people he committed suicide. I don't really know if he overdosed on drugs or committed suicide. It's a big mystery. Because my grandma on that side passed away, so we can't even talk to her about it. And well, I would say overdosing, even if unintentional, is a form of suicide. Because 
at that point you're taking so much of something to numb the pain exactly. or whatever to get away from yeah. life. It's kind of like killing yourself or risking. You know, you're risking killing yourself. Exactly. That That's why I go with suicide yeah, when I tell people because like to me it sounds like suicide by overdose. Exactly. I guess you would call it. That's yeah, kind of a crazy so. concept. But who knows? I don't know. Him and my mom and him used to go and pick mushrooms, magic mushrooms, out of the fields in Washington uh-huh. and mash them up, put it in pills. And so for like a year of my mom's life, she was on shrooms. She just had to. She started with one pill, and then she, you know, obviously towards the end, she was taking like fucking god knows how many. So I think you're just your tolerance builds, and then you're like, I just want to like, I just want to get so fucked up today. And then you friends that I've had that have overdosed. Like I don't know if you ever met my friend Josh. He's gay. Familiar sort of sounding. Um, Heal me and remembering people. I'm sure if you haven't met him, you've probably heard stories. But he died like four times um, overdosing on heroin, and um, he just said he just liked to push. Kudos to the doctors bringing him back. Yeah, so I can't imagine any overdoses are. Completely accidental. But anyways, so uh, okay, so your mom's in California with one kid, no husband or dad, and then. Yeah. So what would you say like your earliest memory is in California or? Um, I feel like I don't like remember things unless it's really detrimental to me. So to be honest, my first memory is my sister's dad being like you have to sit on my lap. And I'd be like, I want to go play or I want to go sit over here and be like, no, you have to sit on my lap. You have to sit on my lap. And that's probably the first memory that I have. That's a great sign of a traumatic child is first memory is not good. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> like if I can think like yeah. way back, I can't really think. I interviewed my mom and she tells us, I interviewed my mom and she tells a story of like getting a Barbie truck from her dad for the first time and she knew he really loved him or something like that. I was like, wow, that's your first memory? Yeah. <laughs> My first memory is awful. Like, how do you... I actually am not very good at the first memory question because I feel like I don't remember before, like, 12. Yeah, I feel like I don't I don't remember before, like, 6. Yeah, I blocked out like, a lot nothing. of shit. Like, nothing. And my mom was telling me some stories and we're just like, how do I not remember any of that? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. But I just blocked it all out, I guess. Good job, yeah. Brian. <laughs> you can really block shit out. Like, know, even right? if I try to remember certain things, like, I can't. I mean, I guess it's good on the brain. I... Yeah. Kudos to you on that, cause like I'm sure yeah. if I blocked it out that hardcore, where I'm trying to remember it, I can't. Like I'm putting that down on my resume <laughs> under skills, <laughs> memory blocking, terrific, excellent guy. memory blocking, best memory blocker in the business. So, how many years later after California did your sister? What what year is your sister's born? Um, ninety three. And that's with a new boyfriend. And that's with yeah, she met she met this guy. Well, we moved back to Washington. My mom's always always oh. wants to live in Washington. Really? Okay. So we came to California. I and then to the best of my knowledge, we were there till I was like five. Uh-huh. She moved back, back to, Washington, to Washington. Met my sister's dad. Married that fool. And then um, and then my sister was you know she got pregnant with my sister, but she left that guy when she was like a month into it. She went to get an abortion for my sister too. And she's sitting in the clinic, and she said she heard something in her, her ear be like, don't do it. And we always, she always be like, I think it was God. But now that I know, you know, now that I see my sister, I'm like, it might have been the devil telling you. <laughs> <laughs> she's a horrible person. <laughs> I love my nephews, though. So that's a plus. But, oh, um, yeah, that's funny. So, you know, like. I need her on yeah. earth. Because her dad, my plans I mean, if you take her out for, you know, probably, you could probably get an inkling from him being like, you have to sit on my lap, that her dad was, you know, right. not a great person. 
So, um, that happened. Like, did you have, so you had any other kind of relationship with him or was it just, he was a terrible touchy feely guy? Um, like how long was, like how long was he around with you and your mom? Just you three? Not long. I think maybe they got married after like six months. Uh Um, because you know, all her friends were like, he's in the army. He's going to have all these really good benefits. You should do it. He's a really good guy. And That's so, why I married my wife, that sweet, sweet credit I, union. I know. So get that credit union. she marries him, and then um, I always remember he was giving me a lot of gifts, but now when I think back on it, he was probably just, um, what's grooming it called? You? Grooming me. Yeah. You know, because I remember him giving me cool gifts and stuff, but then I'd want to go play with them, and he'd be like, no, you have to sit here. Mm-hmm. And um, so. Um, thankfully, for my own, you know, safety, once I told my mom, I was like, like my butt hurts mm-hmm. and uh, this is all that she I remember him making me sit on his lap but I don't remember anything else and I tried and this is all when I was like 14 she sat me down and she was like do you remember this mm-hmm. and so I remember I remember telling her like my butt hurts and she was like you know why and I was like I didn't I don't think he was doing anything with my clothes off yet mm-hmm. I think it was mostly maybe he just had a boner and he was like making me sit there like I remember like fondling maybe or even just just sitting for a long time yeah like but it was like my butthole hurt like it wasn't like my oh. <laughs> yeah, like, uh-huh. so. correction like, it was like my I was like you know so I tell her we'll that, that and uh, we'll you know thank god my mom always <laughs> Always believe me. So as soon as I told her that, well, also thank God you had the willpower to say something. A lot of kids, but he didn't. He didn't threaten you or anything. Not that a lot I remember. Of, a lot of kids get the threatening. I'm gonna kill your family stuff, so they don't tell. But you are lucky that you told. And I don't think he got you. to like that point yet. Like I can't remember, but I don't think he got to the point where he needed right. to start doing that because anything yeah. was like. That's why you're lucky. I don't remember my clothes being off or him being like, "Let me help you in the bathroom" or anything. Well, who knows more? How much so, money blocked up? But yeah. Yeah, exactly. I really don't. I don't know because I didn't even know remember any of this till my mom sat me down to talk about it. Right. And then small memories came back, like you know, like my butt hurting or like yeah. him making me sit on his lap, but nothing else. So God, that's a that's a crazy strong memory yeah making me sit on my lap like that's intense yeah so. it sounds like such a stupid memory but that's probably burned in your head like, it is it is it's and it's, it's like when i think back on it i i remember the living room and i remember my toys being on the floor toys that he had bought me and stuff and when i remember it it's like i'm looking at him sitting on the couch with me on his lap and i'm not looking at it from my perspective well, i'm looking at it as watching it happen and i think that's because i blocked it out because i don't I don't like yeah, equate it as being like, me, kind of. Yeah, so I like when I see it, I think of like him. You know, I see it in third person, so it's weird, kind of. Well, they also say that like memories, you never actually remember. You're always remembering the last time you remembered. So you're probably like, it's probably mostly from your mom talking to you. Yeah, you probably don't have any memories. You probably just put it together. Yeah, I think so. And remember talking to her about it. Now it's a memory, so. It's wild to think how wrong those memories might be or how much might yeah. happen. You never know. That's yeah. crazy. So thank God that piece of shit exits your life pretty quickly. Did your mom say that's why she dumped he him? Didn't, he didn't. Um, yes, that's why she left him. I would hope. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if I told her that he gave me an early look and I didn't like it, she would have left him because I'm everything to my mom. So, so at that point, your sister, you're, she's pregnant. but she's you, pregnant. But you're like her life. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm been, still like, I'm everything to my mom. Easy, Shadi. I, I, I am the golden child, okay? <laughs> I am everything to okay, my mom. Okay, Florina. 
So yeah, exactly. Uh, so inside joke. Sorry. Yeah, no, she was she Podcast was like audience. maybe two months pregnant, and but he uh, he came to my school to kidnap me. He what? stalked my mom. He would go slit her tires. She was trying to move back to California, and she couldn't you know afford. It. It's hard to fucking move state to state, especially when now you got a kid and you're pregnant. So she had my uncle her brother come and stay with us because he was stalking my mom. My mom couldn't sleep. She was drinking caffeine all the time to stay up, looking through the window because he wanted to kidnap me. And, That's um, insanity. Yeah, he went to numerous schools I that mean, she put me in. I and... wanted to go ahead and skip past this guy and move on, but wait a oh, second. A, That's this is insane. like the most interesting part of like, my, so, my life. Now, wait a minute. So he is inappropriate with you, and she says, quits, get out of here. And then, do you know any, what was the time period of, like, harassment? Did you stick around for, like, a year or six months or a month? My mom left it when she was about two months pregnant, and then she had my sister when we were in Washington. So, between uh, two months of being pregnant and then you're pregnant for, like, nine months, this probably went on for, like, a good 10, 11 months. That's insane. That he was, yeah, she'd come out to her car and he'd be hiding in bushes, you know, just all kinds of just psycho shit but even when they were together she'd go like go to go to the bathroom and he'd be like don't shut the door keep the door open and she'd be like what i'm just in the fucking bathroom there's not even a window in here what do you think i'm fucking doing and he's like you need to keep the door open and then sometimes he'd just go and like stand in the doorway and watch and like he didn't want her going anywhere or doing anything so it happened pretty rapidly that he started showing like just fucked up signs that's crazy so he's doing all this stuff did the police get involved or did your mom ever think to yeah my yeah my mom called the police this Mm -hmm. is actually something this this haunts me actually to like he calls the police and this is another one of those memories that i have in third person because i vaguely remember it but just go with it detail detail detail. let's hear this so um she calls the police and i remember them coming it's like two police they were really nice to me Uh and they were asking me what happened and i was thinking to myself they're gonna take me away from my mom like i they're gonna take i was six. Oh wow so i'm thinking like if i tell them what happened they're gonna take me away from my mom and i didn't want to be i didn't even like spend the night at people's houses nothing like i always if i left my mom i was so scared that she was gonna like die so you were your mom's whole <coughs> world but she was yours too it yeah was a absolutely street. that was all we had was each other well i guess yeah that didn't come out of nothing you guys did just have each other mm-hmm. that's crazy so I'm thinking to myself, I don't want to get taken away from my mom. So I remember lying to the cops. And I was like, no, none of that, none of that happened. Lying Nothing about happened. the husband? Yeah. Or I, the, yeah, the, I was scared that they were going to take me away from my mom, too. And so I, I sat there and I lied and I told them nothing happened. Great six-year-old logic. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and so they looked at my mom like she was a fucking idiot. And I, like, it haunts me because I feel really bad, you know. Because even after, after that, they left and she was like, why didn't... You know, did you really lie? Did this happen? And I was like, no, it really happened. I was scared they were going to take me away from you. So, um, so I remember lying to the cops and telling them that because I was so scared. And so that was why when I was like 14, she sat me down. And that was when she was like, do you remember telling me, you know, this and this, that you're about her, blah, blah, blah. And then I started, I'm like, yeah, I do. And she was like, well, you told the cops that it didn't happen. Did it happen or did it not? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it fucking happened. Like, I, I, I remember, not specifics, but I remember it. And I was like, I just told them it didn't happen because I was scared that I was going to get taken away from you. And she was like, well, you know, you could have, um, 
because he went on to molest and have a lot of other children with like multiple women. Wow. So um, harsh guilt. Yeah. So she was like, "Well, you know, he you could have stopped it had you told the truth." And I was like, "I was just scared I was going to get taken away from him." Right. So it haunts me in the way that I, I mean, could have stopped it, maybe. But you know what? That's... So many people go through court and stuff, yeah. and they get off. Yeah. Who's to say if I could have really stopped someone else from getting yeah. hurt too? That's also kind of a dick move from your mom to put that all on six year old Sade. But like telling fourteen year old or thirty year old Sade, okay, but you're, when you're talking about that, you're talking to six year old Sade. Yeah. You could have done better. It's like, well, could she have? She's a fucking six year old. Yeah, I was like, I was just scared they were gonna take me away from everything I knew. You could have so. been scared that they might. Take you to the moon. Who knows? Yeah. You're a six-year-old. Yeah, like, exactly. All your thoughts are okay because you're six, but that's crazy. That, And then I think that's a really interesting subject, too, is how guilt can really go across long distances of time, which mm-hmm. is kind of crazy. Like, I feel like the, I feel like grief from a death of a family can go away over time, but guilt, man, that just sticks Guilt? Oh, my God. I'm constantly in a state of guilt. That must be hard, like... You probably think about it pretty often, or um, only when you do I interviews. Think, <laughs> I think, thank God, since I blocked it out, I don't think about it that often, and okay. it doesn't really bother me. Like people are like, "Oh, your dad's dead." I'm like, "Yeah, that fucker's dead." Like I'm glad. Yeah. Like in fact, and I don't know if you believe in ghosts, but that fool comes around. I gotta tell him he's lost. <laughs> I'm not joking. He I 100 don't believe in ghosts. I don't mean to giggle at your ghost. No, you yeah. can giggle. It's fine. I don't give a fuck <laughs> if you believe or not, because you know, like. I like some crazy shit has happened to me where I'm like not like I see ghosts and stupid shit like that but like weird shit right. but anyway so you're not you talking know, about like an apparition going boo you're talking about no. your life being fucked with by a spirit yeah okay. yeah just I mean, you know weird shit that's less provable so yeah. maybe yeah yeah but, exactly yeah but that's cra- and then what about the other guy is he still... Do you have any idea? So, so what happened was... Did he commit was, suicide a month later? Because that would be... No. Maybe not start investigating your mom. <laughs> right? Wait a minute. Every time you get pregnant, a month later, the guy kills my himself. mom because she's got some fucking stories. No, I'm down with but, the networking. Uh, I'd like to. She, um... So... She had her brother come and stay with us until we right. could move after the year of terrorizing, which is during insane. the year because you know she oh, was so pregnant. Oh, so he came in to kind of protect. Yeah, and you know he's guy. young, fucking you know idiot. So he's out partying one night, and um, he he had brought also one of his friends, Shane, who was also a really nice guy, and they're out partying, and they happen to be at like a party where there was a, like a, a lot of army guys. And um, he start, you know, they're like, well, you know, who you Cali boy, like, what are you doing here in Washington? And he starts telling the story about how I'm here to protect my sister until she can afford to move and this and that. And they're like, um, what's this guy's name? You know, because he was like, he's in the army. And they're like, what's his name? We're in the army. So his name was Tim. I don't know his last name. And they're like, and my uncle's like, Tim, so-and-so. And they're like, we fucking know that guy. He's in our barracks or whatever it's called. Uh-huh. And he's in there like, you know, no one likes yeah, child molesters. Barracks, so they're like, right. we're going to fucking. Well, also you know, guy torturing a family. Yeah. They're like, okay, <laughs> we'll tell him what's up. So, um, the next day when they all report in, they beat the holy fuck out of him. Wow. He went AWOL after that. Um, because they were like, we're going to make the rest of your life fucking Miserable, horrible. Like yeah. you've been hearing what you're doing. So that's when the stocking stopped. And, um, they almost killed him to the best of my knowledge and he went AWOL from the army and um, no one has like really seen him since. He never really contacted my mom. He doesn't even know if my sister's a boy or a girl or if my mom ended up even having her. Like, you know, until when my mom, when my sister was like 
15, my mom finally asked for child support. So then he knew it was a girl, and he had to pay okay. all kind of back child support. So he's still alive somewhere doing God okay. Did he pay? He remarried. Did he pay money? Yeah, he he paid child support. um, Well, okay. And then they couldn't find him, so he didn't pay like what he was supposed to or anything. But um, when they could find him, you know, he paid up here and there. But so, to the best of our knowledge, he's still alive. That's the stuff movies are made out of, where the army guys go beat him up. Yeah, could you imagine that scene? Like, right? Him just like walk. I guess I don't know. Maybe walks out of like. A shower or getting dressed or something, and everybody's standing there. He's like, uh, Yeah, what's up, guys? I mean, it, if there's one thing that no one likes, prisoner, people yeah. in prison, is child molesters, right? You know, right. so yeah, you know, they as soon as they disgusting. heard the story from my uncle, and it's just coincidence that my uncle was there at that party with them and stuff, so um, that's wild, pretty big coincidence, but awesome. Yeah, life is full of those coincidences. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. Yeah, and that's like, uh, I was getting into it in my last interview too, the whole everything happens for a reason thing is like so fucking true. It's insane. Mm-hmm. The more I think about that, I want to drill down on that. It's just so true. It's crazy. It is really true. Well, what I said the last time is that sentence doesn't convey it. Saying mm-hmm. everything happens for a reason doesn't sound It sounds like, so stupid. Yeah. It sounds like one of those but, things that people like, just say. Yeah, but if you really try to unpeel it, it's insanity mm-hmm. stuff that... So, okay, so awesome. End of that story. That guy yeah. gets the shit. So <laughs> you just don't hear from him again until later with child support. Yeah, I mean, more. my mom still had to, like, go, uh, like, hide and, in, in, um... Be careful. You still. know, yeah, she, she was still careful she wasn't. and whatnot. So how did that get back to you guys, though? Or do you, like, how do you know... My uncle stayed in contact with the, the no, guys, you know? Probably card or something. Yeah, they, you That's know, cool. they, they... My <laughs> uncle is, like, so cool. the most charismatic motherfucker you ever have met in your fucking life. Right. So he actually made friends with these guys. So they called him or whatever the next right. day. And they're like, Tim fucking showed up. Yeah. And we beat the shit and let us know if he comes around again because right. we'll hang out with you. Yeah. You know, he can hide behind cars, so can we. Yeah. You know, because that's what he was doing. So they're like, that's we'll, cool. you know, we'll follow up with you. So they followed up and that's how Good on those guys. Um, my that's uncle, neat. you know, knew the story to tell us. So then after that, you moved to California? Yep. The... Yeah, we Shortly finally got that? to move back to California. Um, and we moved in with my grandma and my uncle mm-hmm. in a tiny studio apartment. That's crazy. Yeah. So two kids, your mom, you, grandma, uncle? Yes. Yeah. Two, mom, you, grandma, uncle. Six people in a studio. That's insane. Yeah, well, my uncle got to, they had a garage, so they converted the garage into his bedroom, so it wasn't that big of a pain, uh, pain in the butt. It's still a lot of people. It is a lot of people. It's like yeah. one bathroom, right? Yes. <laughs> one very That's small all that bathroom. That's it's all a very small studio down, I mean, like, down right by the beach in Huntington Beach, so it was, like, very, very tiny. Yeah. Me and Tiana had a one-bedroom, one-bath at first, and it's, like... Then it was a pain we didn't realize, but now that we have two, we're like, whoa, that was a big pain in the ass. Yeah. Like, that was the worst. It's always, like, getting home, like, do you have to go? Do I have to go? Do you have to go bad? Who has to go worse? Right? I know. <laughs> Having one bad, because I have one bathroom bad right now with Chad, and it's like, oh my uh, god, it's a nightmare. Yeah, that is rough. I'm like, are you going to be in there shitting for 40 minutes? Because I kind of got to pee, so I might need to be right. before you go and yeah, shit. Yeah, it's the whole, like... Okay, you're going to the bathroom, but what kind? Yeah, of you gotta like coordinate. <laughs> and sometimes I have to be like, "Hey, I'm sorry, I gotta bother you while you're in there." Like, so what happened when you moved back to California? Um, you, were you still like center of your mom's world? You got along with her and your sister, or good times, um, bad times, right? Away? I mean, yeah, the tiny apartment so I wasn't say, great, but 
Good bad, times. Not right? bad times. My sister... Basil's um, not being touched. Your dad's... Yeah. <laughs> Drastically better. So pretty good. <laughs> yeah. In comparison, it's a good yeah. couple of years. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good um, considering what had happened in the past. But um, my sister had colic, so she was fucking crying all the time. And, and that sucks because um, you guys are seven years apart. Yeah. And no, not the same dad, so it's kind of a gap between you two as sisters. Yeah. You say? Yeah. I mean, I helped raise her, and so the mental issues that my sister deals with now, um, I, I I feel tremendous guilt about because between my mom and I, my mom is a Cancer, I'm a Pisces, so we are literally the two best signs that get along the best. And then my sister's an Aquarius. First ghosts, who, now astrology. I know, on, I Shana. know. Let's keep so, this interview like, grounded on reality. My sister is a fucking Aquarius, <laughs> which we don't get along with at all. She's a pain in the ass. So we always pushed her away, and then I would tell her she's just like her dad. And, uh, oh, wow. We, I know. And that's, we always used uh, to... That's a harsh one. We, when my mom was pregnant, we'd pray that she didn't look like her dad. He was, he was a ginger. And so we pray that he... I'm dying you know, that well, kid's hair, hair every day if uh, I have not to. Not just because he was ginger, but because we didn't want... My mom and I didn't want to be constantly reminded of that fool. So we prayed. So she, anyway, my sister comes out. You know what she looks like? She's fucking brown. She looks like a Mexican. Yeah. So she, we're like, cool, she doesn't look like him. But we should have prayed that she didn't act like him because she's got some serious mental issues. Right. And she's like the type of person that likes to be abused like you know kids that like victim play the victim it's just that uh, she likes uh any kind of attention and the only attention she's used to getting is negative attention because my mom and i just were really negative to her and always telling her ugly shit like you yeah. know calm down what the fuck's wrong with yeah, you something's wrong with you something's mentally wrong with you you're just like your fucking dad and she knew the stories about what happened with her dad and so um, she's just... That's, that's a big insult for her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she just is someone that uh, always picks people to date and always wants to be around people, friends, and everyone that they're mean to her. Because me and my mom were mean to her all the time. Mm-hmm. And then she, she knows I'm the favorite. It's a constant fucking... Literally every day she brings it up somehow that I'm the favorite or something. So it's something that really wears on her. So a lot of her negative, you know, mental things I hold a lot of guilt for because I was seven. So I took a big hand in raising her. You know, I changed her diapers. I paid Again, her and stuff. So. as a seven-year-old, you can't, more guilt. you can't have guilt for that. I That's know, outrageous. but, you know. You expect a seven-year-old to raise a child correctly? Children act super immaturely. Like, so you wanted to hurt her or, you know, like. All the stuff you get did is justified as a child because that's how children act. Yeah. So uh, that's a real shame that you hold guilt about stuff like that. Well, you know, even as I got older and stuff like that and, you know, it's just <laughs> the like, same thing. I know? still do tell her once a week she's just like her dad. So. I mean, <laughs> I try not to say that anymore, but, but one it? time. You think it a lot. I don't, I don't think it a lot, thank God, because the only thing I remember about that fool is he's a ginger and he's a child molester and she's neither of those things. So Fucking gingers, man. But one day she did tell me. I knew there was something me, about that guy I didn't like. I know. One day she did tell me that she was, um, she, was, we had told her she was like her dad so much that she thought she didn't know if she could be trusted with her own kids, like as far as molesting them and stuff, which there's, I don't see any tendencies and right. they, to be. the best of me, not, and I try to talk, I'll be like, you know, like not like, did someone touch you or anything? But like, all you right. can tell auntie, you know, because yeah. who knows, they're always around, you know, all her weird friends and stuff. Yeah. But anyway, so that, that gave me a lot of guilt when she was like, I didn't even know if I could be trusted with my own kids. Cause you always told me I was just like my father and he molested you. And was mm. I going to bless my own kids? And mm. so that was like, Major guilt when she told me that too, because I'm like, oh my god, like I didn't even think 
you know, when keep, you're just trying to hurt someone, you're not really thinking right, of how deep it's going to go yeah. and what she's going to take out of that because that's not what I meant. I just meant that she's manipulative and she's secretive and she's sneaky yeah. the way that he was. You're just like your dad minus the butthole thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you should have said, Shadi. Right? I know. Come I on. I put the little asterisk Be except clear. for the butthole. Be clear when you insult. <laughs> no, but um, that is... That is like um, a chicken or the egg thing. Like, yeah, you can say you caused it with the way you raised her, but she might have been kind of unsavable. Like, maybe a good raising wouldn't have made her this upstanding Mensa student. Yeah, no. With no. The, you know, so it's like, because I, I wonder that myself too. I mean, my dad's a fucking loony bin, and I've had those thoughts like, oh shit, am I him? Am I going to be him someday? It's scary. And, you know, I get a lot of reaffirmation from Tiana and my mom. No, no, no. You're not like that. But um, it's scary. And I, I think about it a lot. And I, I don't think you had any effect that, you know, like I said, she wouldn't have been different. I don't think. No, I think she would have definitely still had, like, the mental issues that she has now. It just maybe wouldn't have been so bad. Or maybe she wouldn't pick the friends and dudes that she picks. As far as, like, they always are... Like, even her friends treat her like shit. And that's just what she likes. Like, you know, and I've known other people like that. Like, you know Jebby. Yeah. He's the same way. Where everyone he dates and all his friends are shit to him. And I always used to wonder, like, him and April were always so fucking close. And I always used to wonder why, because she would humiliate him in front of everyone. She would kick him out of nowhere. She would hit him, just all, like, constantly humiliating him. And I was nice to him. I really liked him. I'm not that type of person where I I have to do that to people. And him and April were super close. And then when I met his mom and his sister and his brother and saw how the way they treated them, I was like, oh, my God, he's just like my sister. Like, he's seeking out these people. And that he thinks that that's how he deserves to be treated or whatever. He likes it and what have you. And that's why him and April were close. And him and I just weren't that close because I didn't treat him like that. So right. my sister's the same way. <laughs> By being she... nice, he didn't. He didn't exactly. By being nice, That's he did. Crazy. You know, we were friends, but not close. Yeah. Because this is how, like, when we'd go to Jebby's house, his mom would be like, "You fucking fag," like, and just like <laughs> horrible things. And, and he, is clear, gay, he is but, gay, but like, right? yeah, but like, you know, still. And his brother would say horrible things. What well, does he want to be called? Head queer like, or something? I mean... You know, and so it's like I was like, oh my god, my mom has never said it. Like, holy shit, it was like wow. But I think it's like you just uh, associate negativity with love because the people that are supposed to love you are doing that to you. And I feel like that's you know. I wonder if they where it stems from. I wonder if they seek out the negative people or if the negative people find them. Because the negative people probably love it, too. Yeah, right? They exactly. get that outlet of April being an asshole. April fucking loved being able to fucking humiliate him. You know, God rest her soul. But she loved oh, being able right. <laughs> to humiliate him and do those things to him. And, and I, you know, would ask her. She'd be like, you know, he likes it. It's fine. And I'd be like, Well, you know, she's okay. going ex- to explain it away. You know, but her and I were really close. And she didn't treat me like that because I wouldn't fucking stand for it. So, but I think... Yeah, I think people that are negative that like to do that do seek those people out, especially to date those people because, you know, you get to step all over them and use them and do whatever. Like, Jebby had the boyfriend who his whole family, like, got credit cards in Jebby's name. They got a house in his name, cars in his name without him even fucking knowing. Ruined <laughs> his fucking credit. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, foreclo- the house got foreclosed. They just, like, moved on to the next one. Oh, like, you're so cute you know? when you steal my identity. Right. And he, like, you know, that's so well that that's a an interesting thing i wanted to get into you brought up how you would never stand for that um so 
you're pretty tough, like a tough chick. <laughs> like I like to think so, I guess. No, like like you said, you don't stand up for shit. Like I can't imagine you taking shit from anybody. Like, and I mean, I know you really well. We've known each other for a long time, but. Where, where do you think that stems from? Do you think that's like a protection thing you did as a kid? Or was your mom like that ever? Because she's not like that at all. My mom, yeah. Well, she is like that. She don't take I, shit. Do you think she I've ever seen your real sister. mom? You think I've ever seen your real mom? I feel like your mom kind of puts something on when she's around like us. Um, she seems so grandma-y to me. Yeah, she's a grandma now. Maybe she's that's why. Like, I always see her when she's around. Yeah, she's in grandma mode, so she's all nice and stuff like that. But she's as far as like... Up. You know, when I was growing up and stuff, she'd always be like, you know, you don't take no shit from a man. Like, you know, and, and she would bring up my father, like, when she, my grandma abused my mom, like, not sexually, but just abused her, like, really fucking bad, like, beating the shit out of her and stuff uh-huh. all the time. And so my mom, as soon as she turned 18, she rolled out and uh, went to Washington where she met my dad. So my dad was her first love. She lost her virginity to my dad. He's everything to her. He still is her. Like, she still loves him. And it's like, I can't even imagine, like, that, like, he died. You can't even have that, like, closure of talking to someone and then being like, I don't love you for these reasons. Or whatever. Like, he fucking died. She's always got this open wound from that, from the man that she fucking loves. And, like, I always tell Tiana because she's like, I don't get it. I don't get it. And I'm like... You and Nathan, Nathan is, you're like one person, right? Like, you're fucking love. You had kids with him, right? Yeah. She's like, yeah. I'm like, well, you are still together. So you don't understand the love that I have and how hurt I am that the one person that I love, I can't be with. And same for my mom, but he's dead. It's even worse than, you know, what I go through. <laughs> so You're still, still trying. Still trying. I'm not trying. I don't want that fool no more, but... You know, my, <laughs> I, I try to, you know, because she doesn't get it, but it's like, unless you've gone through it, you can't, you can try to understand, but you can't really, like, in your heart understand the pain that you get from that. So, you know, and then having him be dead is like, you can't get closure whatsoever. So, yeah. um, not only my mom's favorite because we just really get along, but I'm also my mom's favorite because I, you know, came from my dad, who's the love of her life. And then my sister came from this guy who fucking molested her child and did all this ugly shit. So, like... Mm. On top of my sister having crazy emotional problems, she just reminds her, you know, of that ugly time in my mom's life. So, yeah. anyway, my mom don't take shit from no one. She always says, like, look, I loved your fucking dad more than anything. I would have died for him. But yeah. I loved you more. And I didn't, you know, he would, he didn't say, do what he said he was going to do, quit drugs and stuff. I fucking left. And, you yeah. know, so she doesn't take shit from anyone. And she always told me you know, not to take shit from especially men that I live with. And that's why she's been single for like fucking, I don't know, 12 years now. Because the last dude she was with died. So, yeah. So. I investigate your mom at some point. I know, because what I'm telling you is like, she's got interesting fucking stories. But like. She's got like a. um, (laughs) She don't take fucking shit. So, um, I don't take a lot of shit from people, but also I'm like a pansy, like a chicken shit in some ways. But well, it's a front, right? You're yeah, oh, totally. Tough. Oh, totally. Only, only certain front. people know that. Only certain people, you know, like Tiana knows that. I think because mostly like when I'm at work, I'm like, oh, like, you know, da da da. She's like, I'll go tell him. I'm like, okay, cool. Go tell him. <laughs> you know? And yeah. So I'm like, cool. But like. Oh. Chad is like Tiana's scared of you and and this and that and I'm like you don't fucking know at all. Like, Tiana is the opposite. Tiana is the, the one that puts, I'm like Tiana, yeah. can you go tell her she this? Puts, she puts and up the mini mouse. Like, Tiana, can you tell Sam this? Yeah. Like, 
like, and she's like, y'all fucking tell him. You know, she was like, fuck, but you know what I mean. So, it's in her eyes. So, yeah. the effort in her eyes. It was eyes. like, I come off, you know, people think, you know, whatever. I wouldn't, I wouldn't take shit from a man, but well, it's just like, in general in it's life. Kinda like you, it's kind of like you don't, you don't take shit from the extremes. Like, you won't take shit from people you know, like Chad, your yeah. husband. You wouldn't take shit from that guy. You won't take shit from, like, complete strangers, like the guy that cuts you off on the freeway. Like, yeah. fuck that guy. Yeah. You're fucking hanging out the window like a badass. Hey, fuck you, yeah. guy. Um, but it's, like, people in the middle. <laughs> like, yeah, people exactly. you know, like, your customers People I don't work. know very well. Like, I know and, like, you, You know, but... like, I don't want to be friends with people I work with. And stuff. So, well, I guess it's mostly work-related that I'm, like, scared to say something because I don't want to lose my job or I don't want to you know, lose my means of paying bills and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Whereas Tiana has got more confidence to say stuff when I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's interesting. It's like, <laughs> it's almost a lack of confidence that makes your badassery kind of dwindle a little bit. <laughs> Cause yeah. you're like, like, yeah, I'm a badass, but sometimes, uh, yeah. sometimes I'm not sure. <laughs> Tiana that's fills funny. in nicely in the gaps where I'm not a badass than she is. So that's funny. So that's crazy. So, you and your sister and your mom are all pretty good now, right? Mm, I don't know. Shit's weird between my sister and I. Like, she'll, if she wants something, my mom will call me and be like, your sister wants to know if you want to hang out or your sister wants to know if you can mm-hmm. babysit. And I'm like, why doesn't she just fucking text me? I text her. But so it's some things are weird between my sister and I. But you guys are talking. But yeah, we talk and stuff and I try to be nice to her. But, uh, you know, I still don't. I still get mad because she just, you know, takes advantage of my mom. Who... Yeah, I don't know if Tiana's told you, but I'm not the biggest fan of your sister. But it's crazy to hear this side of it. Like, and that's the kind of thing I'm trying to go for with this interview show, too, is, like, fucking everybody goes through shit. And everybody has circumstances in their life and reasons for things, you know. Like, you see your sister, and it's like, I don't want to like her. But it's like, God, she did go through a lot of shit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and, and she comes from bad stock. Yeah. Like, you know, your yeah. dad, her dad's not good genes or whatever. And mm-hmm. it's just like, it's really, the more I hear people's backstories, it's just really hard to blame people for stuff. Like, when I interviewed my mom, it's just like, oh, you know, that all makes a lot of sense. Like, mm-hmm. no wonder you, like, you went through so much shit and, like, it was hard and you got a bad draw with boyfriends or you attract them, who knows. But it's just like, it's fucking crazy. There's just like so. How do people judge? Like, <laughs> you know, right? I, know I think that. that about when I make get to know someone, I think that myself. Like, how do people judge you? Like, ah. Uh, but then I'm like, I'm like the most judgiest motherfucker ever. <laughs> like, literally ever. Like, that's when a, Chad and I just sit and judge people whenever we go out to eat. I'm like, I wonder what people are thinking about us. Probably horrible stuff. Like, look at these fucking fatties. Right. Like, you know, we're, we're do you need that appetizer, too, sir. <laughs> yeah. I'm super judgy, but also once you get to know someone, you're like, okay, this totally makes sense why you act like that. Well, that's a funny aspect, too, because uh, I have a a stellar history of everybody meeting me and hating me initially, usually. I know. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're one of them, I'm sure. Let's get into that a little bit. So let's fast forward. So when did you meet Tiana? What year? Oh, man. For the um, listeners out there, Tiana is my wife and... Sade is her best friend. I probably should have said that at the top of the show. Yeah. <laughs> I'll edit that in later. But yeah, um, so when did you meet Tiana? What year? Or how old were you? Or do you remember? Uh, yeah, I think I was, I think I had just turned 18. So I don't know what year that was. I'm 35 now. Well, we got it right here. 86. So you were 18. So it was 90, 2004. 
Yeah, that sounds about right. Close enough. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't check my math. <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, were you guys like best friends right off the start? or? It's so funny. It's like Tiana and I started out almost like when you start out dating someone. Where we, I met her through April. You know, we were all hanging out at her and John Z's house and stuff. She didn't like April, so she already didn't like me. Like birds of a feather type of thing. And I thought she was a fucking weirdo. And so, um, you know, eh, we didn't really like each other. And then Keith, who was really close to me, started getting close to Tiana. And he'd be like, you guys are a lot similar. I'd be like, no, no, no. And she'd say the same thing about me. And then all of a sudden, we kind of started liking each other. So through Keith, I'd be like, I like her, but I don't want to call her. Like, I'm scared. And she'd be the same, like, I really like her. I want to hang out, but I'm, like, scared. So it's, like, that thing where you're, like, dating someone, where you're, like, scared. Like, do they like me, too? Like, do you like me? I don't know. And so it was, like, one of those things. And then as soon as we finally hung out, her and I, it was, like, it was like so she was so drastically different from like all the other friends I had had up to that point that it was like a, just a breath of fresh air and just like I instantly fucking like loved her so it wasn't like awesome first connection but that was only because she was thinking I was weird I was thinking she was weird and then but then once we got to know each other <laughs> well like we just like talked magic. about we just talked about it it's like you know, you get those first yeah. impressions, they're fucking probably all wrong. I mean, wrong. April was a nightmare, so she was thinking I was just like, you know, she was banging fucking uh, Spindle or whatever we, the we do, used to call them. We could do a whole know? episode on April. <laughs> like, that lady was a disaster. So, of course, fucking Tiana's going to think I'm a piece of shit because I'm coming around with that bitch, but, you know, and I don't uh, remember why I thought Tiana was weird. A people liked her, though, it seemed like. I don't I don't know, know where she got popularity. I don't she, know. She, she must have just been very, blowing like, everybody, right? She, yes, that. <laughs> kind of just be she, blowing everybody you see. She always, she, you know what? She, her parents had a lot of money, so she always was the first to have a car. First oh, to have a cell phone. First to, yeah. Oh, okay, that explains um, a lot. Oh, my God. Her fucking sister, now that they all passed away, her sister is a fucking millionaire now. Oh. She never has to work again. She I just bought a huge-ass fucking mansion in New Hampshire. That's like funny. a fucking mansion. They yeah. just travel around doing God knows you. So she came for money. So she was the first, always, out of everyone that I knew, to have a car and stuff. So, well, there you, you know, go. you that want to hang it. out with the person with the <laughs> yeah, car. Yeah, that you explains do, it. You know, and so she always had stuff people wanted. And it wasn't even so much that she was cool to hang around. But it was like, when you were in her spotlight... You felt so good because you were like number one, you yeah, know, and everyone right. wanted to be that number one. Everyone wanted to sit in the front seat with her and stuff Buy like that. Buy lunch and shit. Yeah, and so, but she's really shady and stuff. So you can't, you got to take her at like face value. You know, you can't really put a lot of merit into what she would say and stuff like that. So right. then when I met Kiana, who was like never lied in her life, and, <laughs> yeah. and you know, she would be like, if I'm like. You want to hang out, April? April would make up some lie, and then later on, I'd find out she lied, which could have just been like I already had plans. Whereas with Tiana, I'd be like, "You want to hang out?" She'd be like, "I got plans with so and so." I'd be like, "Wow, like, oh my god, she's not fucking lying to me, right?" You know, so it was just a whole different dynamic, which was awesome. That's cool. I mean, not to be like too serious or weird, but like, would you say that was like the first time you got that kind of like uh, satisfaction out of somebody, like a truth telling straight shooter? Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, 100%. Because that's probably what made your guys... Because your guys' bond is crazy. Like, yeah. I don't really know anybody who's as I would good of friends as you Tiana. guys. Like, I love Tiana so fucking much. I mean, much. that sounds and cheesy. I, literally, on the daily, tell Chad, if you and Tiana were hanging off a cliff, I would fucking say, <laughs> Tiana, you come second. <laughs> like, oh, she is that's everything That's convenient to for me. me. Like, <laughs> but I wonder if... Um, and it, it can't be entirely this, because she feels the same exact way about you, but I wonder if for you... 
if that really did cement it, you know, that first honest breath of fresh air person, like that's that's great. I think it was because up until that point, life. it was like April, and then it was like it was like almost like um, women. You're almost always a frenemy with women, you know, especially when you're like plump and you're trying to look for dick, like you know, <laughs> like yeah. you're you're kind of in 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 competition. So it was always like. Even though I had friends that I was really close to, it was almost like a competition. Like I like this guy and they like him too. Who's gonna get there first? And, That's crazy. You know, or I they they like me and I like them. But then one of my friends would blow them, and then I'd be like, "Are you fucking kidding?" Yeah. Like you know, and I didn't ever have to worry about that with Tiana because a we don't really like the same type of men, but b because like she just isn't that kind of person. I didn't have to worry about that. So it wasn't a competition. It was the first time that I had an honest um, yeah. friendship with someone that it wasn't. It didn't feel like I was in competition with her. Man, women's relationship. Because I want her to do good. Whereas yeah. everyone else, I wanted them to do good, but not better than me. <laughs> <laughs> you, know? you keep your B plus. I got my A minus. Yeah. Stay in your lane. But that, man, women's relationships are Complex crazy. as a motherfucker. <laughs> well, imagine it for the other sex, like trying to figure it out. Yeah. Like it's complex, sure, but you've got some insight to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm over here like, stop giving each other eating disorders. Like just... But yeah, <laughs> right? No, you're in like a, like a constant <laughs> battle to be like friends, and like you want to be friends with that person, but then also you always have to constantly be on edge because like, are they gonna do something to fuck with you on purpose? Just never to had that thought about one of my guy friends. Fucking, That's like, crazy. Do something behind your back, and like you know. Do you think it like, comes from you knowing yourself as a woman, like, however you 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 know what women are capable of? Because you do it too. Because. Because you all kind of do it, right? You all kind of are like jerks to each other. Yeah, we're all kind of jerks <laughs> to each other. Yeah, for sure. Except for exceptions like your best friend or, you know, your mom, whatever. But, I mean. I think um, I think it's less that, that I'm capable of it because the things that have happened to me from other women are things that I wouldn't do. Okay. Like, I would never. So, there is a line, of course. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, one time in particular, there was this guy I really liked. He was 6'6". He was huge. You know, I like tall men. Mm-hmm. Beautiful guy. Blonde and everything. And, um, and so I really liked him. He really liked me. We, and, and we were taking it slow and stuff. And then one day I'm at April's house and my friend Crystal calls and she's like, guess who I hung out with last night? And we're like, who? And this guy's name was Tim. And, um, she's like, I hung out with Tim and he really likes you, Shawnee. He wants to date you. Da, da, da. I give him your number. And I'm like, Whoa, cool. Okay. You know, cause up until that point it was like, we would see each other socially and, mm-hmm. and connect, but not no one had anyone's phone number and stuff. So I'm like, Oh my God. Awesome. Thank you. Wing woman. Like you're great. Yeah. She's like, but guess what else? I blew him. Okay, but you can still be with him. I'm like, you sucked his dick, and you think I don't want to be with him now? Are you fucking you? He so he got my number, told you how much he liked me, and then you sucked his dick. And oh my she was how old's like, the guy? He's not gonna turn down a blowjob. Well, I guess not. But but as a woman, you shouldn't. She should because <laughs> right? she pursued him. Oh, you love my best friend. Okay. She pursued it. She wanted to do it. So it's not like he was like, yeah, suck my dick. Yeah. Oh, but also I really like your friend. Oh, so also love you. Know, things my best like that. Like. I would never do something like that. Right. Like I'm just not like that. So right. um, some women are more conniving, I suppose. That's yeah. Crazy. So I think it's just uh, probably probably to some women, blowjobs just aren't a big deal. Yeah, I think to a lot of people they're not a big deal. That's crazy. Which is where I well, I didn't start giving blowjobs till I was 27. I thought it was nasty. I was not having it. Oh, it's very gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's crazy. Just blew the guy after. Yeah. Which is and then so we're talking. I'm like. You blew him, and 
and then the phone dies, right? Because we're on one of those old phones. So the phone dies, and I look at April, I'm like, this fucking bitch blew up. Like, what the fuck? So we start talking mad shit, then the phone rings, and she's like, it fucking died, but I can still hear everything you guys were saying. And we had talked mad shit on her for a really long time, she just stood there listening. So that was weird. But, um, you know, that's like, that's, but that's normal for, like, women, I feel like. A lot of women do that, and that's why she was like, you can still be with them, and, like, she didn't think it was going to be a problem. But for me, that's, like, ew, gross. Well, I mean, everybody's had previous partners, but that's a little too close in line. Like, right, right, yeah. Sloppy seconds sort of thing. Yeah, that's weird. (laughs) Nobody wants sloppy seconds. No, fuck no. Yeah, that's gross. Um, So uh, we're getting up against the hour here. So fast forward a little bit. What about me? Where did I come into your life? Because I have a terrible memory, so. Uh, Well, I met you the same time I met Tiana. I mean, uh, we didn't really talk or anything, but you were in the house with John, you know, yeah. Tomsey's house. So the parties, house. those weekend yeah. parties. Uh-huh. God. Best yeah. years of my life. Those, <laughs> those are always such a good time. They were a good time. Oh, man, I think I good. think I didn't like know you or like like see you until I think you fell through the floor. Yeah. At one to point. The the and effect. then I was like, Oh, this guy. And then um, you know, we didn't like really talk or anything, but I just knew you from being there and whatnot. So we we I joke about people not liking me when they first meet me, but it is kind of true. So what would you say, like, your first impressions, like, fuck this guy. Or, this guy's an asshole. No, you know what? Um, I was, I'm I always still, curious about it. I really liked you because I feel like it takes a lot of balls to act the way you do. <laughs> and, <laughs> I'll take it as a compliment. To just ignore people when they say hi and things like that. Yeah. And um, I think it takes a lot of balls, and I wish I had those kind of balls. So I didn't yeah. know you, and I was, like, scared to get to know you. But from what I had seen, I was like, I like this guy. <laughs> I, I like the cut of his gym because I like people that have the balls to be fucking assholes. That kid right there? That kid's yeah. got moxie. Like, I, I like Reminds him. Me of a young I don't know, because I know Tiana doesn't like him, but Danny McBride in most of his shows, he's just a fucking asshole to everyone. But, like, in a funny way. And, like, he's just got balls to, like, just be right. like that and I always have been envious of that so yeah. it's not that I didn't like you I actually held you in high regard thinking like he's got fucking balls to act like that it's kind of like, funny too because yeah Tiana hates it but it's like pride's not the word, right word but I am kind of proud of it like it's developed and I stick by it and you know <laughs> you stick with what works fuck remembering your name if I'm never gonna see you again yeah. or if you're gonna be gone in a week I don't like I don't know it's just like for me I think it comes down to, like, the whole not caring about other people. Yeah. Or not that I don't care in, like, a caring way. Like, I, I do care for people. I don't want to see people get hurt. But, like, I don't care about your life. I don't, yeah, exactly. I don't care that you don't care about my life. I, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's yeah, great yeah. for me. Get the fuck out. Like, I mean, that's how I on. feel about everything. But, all, but like, I also am, like, scared to just outright, just, like, if someone says hi, to just ignore them. I don't know, like, I'll say hi back and stuff. Whereas you're, like... You just don't give a fuck. Well, <laughs> like, or, and just don't, I don't know. It's just like, it's something I that mean, I've always been like, it's cool. Sometimes it is accidental. I'm just kind of an oblivious person, so I don't notice things. But yeah, those intentional sometimes, like, uh, I'll hear the high behind me or the high walking by me, and I'll just fucking ignore it. Because yeah. to me, it's a useless part of conversation. Yeah. My favorite thing to do is I don't ever turn around to somebody trying to get my attention unless they say my name. So, like, if I'm walking down the street and, like, if a stranger is trying to get my attention, I will not give that person the time of day. Me too. I do that too. Especially, yeah. hey, hey, I, I hey, don't you. even fucking no, look. Like, oh, no, I'm not going to yeah. look. And, yeah. uh, 
I got no business with you, stranger. It is is a good way to live. Like, I don't know why people don't focus on themselves more and just, like... I don't... Because it's social. It's, like, social. You have to be, like, friendly (laughs) or say hi and shit, which I don't like. And I don't like social stuff and standards. And I don't like things that you have to do. Right. So when you don't feel like you have to do the things that everyone feels they have to do, I like that and I respect it. So I think that was my first memory of you, I think, was you just being... I think you were rude to, like, April or Keith or something. Oh, Keith. like, Keith. Yes! You had done... You ignored Keith, Keith and he I was, was so fucking mad yeah. for so long about like this one small tiny thing yeah. and it was like it made me so like jacked on you because I was like, dude, like this <laughs> small thing that you don't probably ever even think of impacted Keith's it. life for like weeks on end. He was so mad about it. And so it was like that. Was oh, like, yeah. not only do I want to be rude, but I also want to impact their life for like weeks and <laughs> want them to think about how rude I was, and I'm not thinking about it at all. And That's so I like that. That's I like that a lot. I didn't know it impacted him that much, but yeah, no, he was funny because he thought I was rich, or he had this impression that I was rich because I have like no care for material things. I remember him thinking that. Right, yeah. like, if some, if I break something on my friends, I don't care. Like, whatever, like, I just don't care about material things at all, but, and he's like, I remember him saying that to me, like, oh, you're just some rich kid that yeah. doesn't care, and oh my god, that could not be the funniest person to say that to, because I'm just like, first of all, I'm the fucking opposite of rich, oh, yeah. and my childhood fucking sucked, and like, screw you, Keith, like, Yeah, you're talking to I've Keith, who still life. doesn't have a job and lives off mommy and daddy, so, <laughs> well, I think what was funny, he's rich, but like, yeah, I think what was funny about Keith is he was so mad that I didn't instantly like him, because a lot of people did, Yeah, because he had, he, he had a lot of pot all the time that he never yeah. shared, he never, he, did, <laughs> he, yeah. never, he would but, show it to you, yeah, but I think people really liked him instantly, because yeah. he was also, he was like, kind of good looking, right, he had like that long hair, yeah, he had the long hair, the alternative look, which was real cool, and right you know, the commitment for the long hair, yeah, everybody stuff, loved so that I think, long hair, People uh, right off the bat really liked Keith a lot. Yeah, so people... And I think it irked him that, like, you didn't need to have him like you back or or anything like that, which really I liked a lot because... That's also the other thing at this point in my life is, like, I'm happy with my friends. I don't need new ones. I don't need any new ones. I got plenty. I'm looking to cut a few, like... (laughs) So that's another reason why I can just be like... I'm looking to cut some friends. friends. That's funny. Well, that's interesting. So, I bet it's, all the things you describe, I think, is the reason people hate me at first. <laughs> I think so. You could and see it. I would but... love it if people hated me at first. I just, though, I still have, like, social qualms that I'm like, oh, I still have to do it. And I just wish I had the balls to not, just not do it and not give a fuck. Yeah, well, it also comes from my selective memory, which is pretty awesome. That's the one I get the most shit for from Tiana is that girl that I dated. <laughs> I know. I didn't remember I didn't, the party. It hurts her so much. <laughs> That's the best story. <laughs> It's great because I don't think she was that offended, but Tiana was so offended for her. Yeah. And I think I forgot her once after that, too, so it was bad. That's <laughs> because Tiana is so nice to everyone. Her name still slips <laughs> my memory sometimes. <laughs> Hillary. That's it. At least I remember her name now. That's hilarious. Hillary. All right. Well, we'll leave it at that. That's pretty good stuff, I think. Good pod. Good pod. That's the end of today's episode. I hope you enjoyed. Stay tuned for next week's episode where I interview my 93-year-old grandmother. Please make sure to subscribe and leave a review if you like the show. Thanks for listening, and be kind to each other.